Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Chapter 2 Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to him, we ask you, brothers and sisters, not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by the teaching allegedly from us, whether by a prophecy or by word of mouth or by letter asserting that the day of the Lord has already come. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. He will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God and is worshipped, so that he sets himself up in God's temple proclaiming himself to be God. Don't you remember that when I was with you, I used to tell you these things, and now you know what is holding him back, so that he may be revealed at the proper time. For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless man will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendour of his coming. The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason God sends them a powerful delusion, so that they will believe the lie, and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth, but have delighted in wickedness. But we ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, loved by the Lord, because God chose you as first fruits to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. He called you to this through our gospel, that you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brothers and sisters, Stand firm and hold fast to the teachings we pass to you, whether by word of mouth or by letter. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. Rebellion. The man of lawlessness setting himself up over everything. Counterfeit miracles. We didn't talk about these things in the churches I came to faith in. When somebody raised them, we gave each other knowing looks and quietly reached for the biscuits. But the incredible thing is that Paul had probably only spent a month with the Thessalonians and this was the stuff he told them about. Chapter 2 verse 5. The end times was routine fare for the early church. 
So I've been working hard at trying to claim this stuff back from the yelling fringes of YouTube. I wonder if you could do the same. Could we start talking about a coming day of the Lord? Could we discuss in a nice way that still involves our brains and maybe biscuits, the signs of the end times? Paul tells us that towards the end, the general attitude of lawlessness will culminate in a single individual or project which celebrates atheism. This project will achieve such success it will penetrate even the heart of God's church. Many have identified this movement with a Roman project or then the communist form of government or a particular papal decree or even more recently wearing masks in church. People have loved to point the finger at a hundred things that other people are doing. But the huge benefit of this passage is how it links lawlessness to the breaking of God's laws that have always been in place. The amount of lawlessness isn't so much going to try to make us get a vaccine as to try to make us remove God from the scene. Lived idolatry and practical atheism have always been the scourge of God's people. They're so subtle. We should beware of them sneaking into the churches we agree with, not berating the way they are seducing the churches or people that we don't agree with. Every time we hear reports of such things out there, we can use them to lean more firmly on God in here. A general sense of lawlessness needn't cause fear in us. Instead, it can cause us to turn to Jesus more, to trust Jesus more, to gather deep encouragement from Jesus some more. If Jesus predicted it, then he's not phased by it. He knows what he's doing, and he can give us more than enough strength to stand firm and to keep doing good in every word and in every deed. The encouragement and strength that comes from understanding the times is why Paul preached it, even to new believers, and why we should do that as well. Here's a question for reflection. When you hear major bad news in the world, of a growing sense of atheism, how does it affect your relationship with Jesus? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.